Getting out of your comfort zone requires faith. It's been many times in my life when I couldn't see what tomorrow was holding, but I had to trust and believe and have faith to know that God was going to bring me through. So many times, so many ups, so many downs, but yet and still, by trusting, by believing, by standing upon God's word, he always brought me through. I'm Elder Michael Walker, and today on Let's Wrap, we will be concluding with part two. Faith is required. Let's wrap. Last week when we wrapped up, we were talking about Israel stuck in the wilderness for 40 years. And it gets to a place and a time that we have to get out of our comfort zone and move to the place that God desired for us to be. Israel needed faith. In Hebrews 11 chapter in the first verse, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not yet seen. So Israel needed to hope for the things that they couldn't yet see. And that's what God was trying to get them to um, believe, get them to trust that he was God and he was God alone and he was able. Now, it would seem like to me, and I'm just saying, after God had opened up the Red Sea and you had crossed over on dry land, that you would have a little bit of faith in order to move forward to the things that God had promised you. Now, me, if I had experienced that, if I had seen the Red Sea parted with the walls of water, then I believe I could have kept moving. Uh, when you think about it, we probably wouldn't have because that's how we are. We always fall back to what we're comfortable in. And that's what was going on with Israel. Now, down in that sixth verse of the 11th chapter, it says, but without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek after him. Getting out of your comfort zone requires faith. It requires looking beyond the obstacles and the obvious. You understand what I'm saying? You got to look beyond every problem, every situation, every circumstance that the enemy place in front of you. And then... Look past the obvious because sometimes we can revert back to our mind and think we know what should be on the other side of where we're going. You got to look past the obvious. You got to look past the obstacles. You got to walk on faith. You got to believe and trust that God who made heaven and earth and everything that is and everything that will ever be, that he is able to take you from the place you're at to the place that he desires for you to be. You have to look beyond the darkness and look to the light. In John 8 and 12th verse, he said, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whosoever followed me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And the light of life is just on the other side of your comfort zone. So we have to move from where we're at to the place that God desire for us to be. And you can't do that inside of your comfort zone. Egypt wouldn't in the Egypt could I'm gonna say Israel couldn't do that when they was back in Egypt. They had to move out of their comfort zone, which was Egypt. When we stop looking at the darkness and look to God, we will realize he was there all the time. Sometimes we can be so focused on our problems 
that we can't even see God in the midst of the situation. So you got to stop focusing on your problems. You got to stop focusing on where you used to be and start focusing on where God is so that he can move you where he desire for you to be. Because you got to imagine that God wants better for you than where you're at now. John, the 14th chapter and the 18th verse, he said, I will not leave you comfortless. See, we're so worried about that comfort, but the comfort are not in the things of this world. The, it's, in the, it's in the Holy Spirit. And Jesus was saying here in the 14th verse, in the 14th chapter and the 18th verse, I will not leave you comfortless. He was giving them that um, reassurance that when I do leave, I'm going to leave something behind for you. And that that he left behind was the Holy Spirit. He said, my spirit will be here with you to comfort you, to guide you, to lead you, to take you out of your comfort zone to the place of triumph in God. So God said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. God did not call us to be comfortable. He called us to be content. And who else could talk about it other than Paul? In Philippians, the fourth chapter and 11 verse, he said, I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. If anybody knows what it is to be outside of their comfort zone, Paul knew what it was to be outside of his comfort zone. He reigned there. He ruled there. He was always there. In that, um, in that fourth chapter in the 11th verse, he said, not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. So Paul is saying that no matter where I'm at, I have learned to be content. See, you just can't be comfortable or content in your comfort zone. Because you're surrounded by safety. You're surrounded by everything that you're used to. And so Paul in that 12th verse say, I know both how to be a base and I know how to be a bound. Paul is saying, I've been at the bottom and I have been at the top. And I've learned that whatever state I'm in to be comfortable. So that's what God is telling us. We need to be content in Christ. It ain't about us. It ain't about our situation. It ain't about our circumstance. It ain't about staying where you're comfortable at. It's about stepping out on faith. And that's what faith is. It will cause us to move from where we're at to where God desire for us to be. And that's what Paul was saying. Everywhere I am in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. So Paul was a man that definitely, Paul was an expert at being out of his comfort zone. There is nothing comfortable about being shipwrecked. There is nothing comfortable about being stoned. There is nothing comfortable about being beaten. There is nothing comfortable about being in prison. There is nothing comfortable about being snake bitten. There's nothing comfortable about being left for dead. There's nothing comfortable about being in chain or being locked up in a prison. So Paul was a master of being outside of his comfort zone. Paul came to realize that he didn't have to be comfortable. He just needed to be content. Paul, um, Paul realized he had a purpose for his life, that God had a purpose for his life, and it couldn't be done inside a comfort zone. And I'm here to tell you today that you cannot achieve the things that God have for you inside your comfort zone. In order for you to achieve the will 
and the purpose that God has for your life, you got to take a step outside of your comfort zone to where God is leading you to and trust and believe that he will take you there. Now, let's look at this. There are dangers about staying in your comfort zone. How many times have we seen on the news when the um, the weatherman come on and say that there is a storm coming this way? And so many times people will get so comfortable. We know that down in Florida and down in Louisiana and all those places when you see the hurricane approaching and they tell evacuate the whole city. They want everybody out. But you got those people that are comfortable in their home and they will not leave. They're in their comfort zone. But after a while, when the storms come and everything come and wash away their house and then they're crying out for help. Why? Because they have decided to stay in a place of comfort instead of fleeting to the place that the people told them to go. And what happened? Their comfort zone get destroyed by the storm. So we can't stay there. When you stay in your comfort zone, there's danger. One of the dangers is it limits your growth. You can't grow when you stay in your comfort zone. What happened? And growth requires action. See, you ain't taking no action when you're in your comfort zone. You're sitting down. You all relaxing. Ease at Zion. You got your heels kicked up, twinkling your toes, eating ice cream. And so you ain't doing nothing. In order for you to grow, you got to move. You got to move to the place that God wants you to, to go. You must move forward out of your comfort zone. So, number one, danger of comfort zone, it limits your growth. Number two, it limits your experience. It is often difficult to visualize the benefits that can result from trying something new. So many people resist change. So many people, I tell you, resist change and they don't experience new things. And the lack of experience cause people not to grow or not to move out of their comfort zone. And that's a danger when you limit your experiences. Because if you don't have experiences, you don't know anything. You don't learn anything new. All you know is what you've been trapped in all your life. You've been in this place for 18 years, and this is all that you know. You've been in this place for 35 years. This is all you know. All you know is you come in one way and you go out one way. You do it this way, and that's the only way you do it. You never try anything new. Why? Because you don't have the faith to move out of your comfort zone. You don't have the faith, the trust that God will provide everything that you need on the other side of your comfort zone. What are we talking about? Moving out of your comfort zone, moving from where you're at to where God desires for you to be. Number three, as long as you stay in your comfort zone is a danger of somebody moving your cheese. What is your cheese? It's that hope, that desire, that dream, that thing that you wanted the most is right on the other side of your comfort zone. And as long as you stay inside your comfort zone, somebody going to go out there and steal your cheese. Somebody going to go out there and steal your job that you have. Somebody going to go out there and steal those goals that you had, those expectations that you wanted to achieve. So you got to move from where you're at to where God wants you to be so that nobody don't steal your cheese. All right. How do we get? How do we get comfortable with being uncomfortable? 
right? How do you get comfortable with being uncomfortable? See, that's what it is. When you're outside of your comfort zone, it's uncomfortable out there, right? So many times we don't want to do things because we're uncomfortable doing them, right? That's why we don't take on new jobs. That's why we don't promote, we don't get promoted and move to another career because we get comfortable in the place that we are. That's why we don't move from one city to another because we're comfortable in the place that we live. That's why you continually stay at the level that you are in the ministry because you're comfortable doing nothing. You're comfortable coming to church every single day, sitting every single Sunday, every Wednesday, sitting on the bench and doing nothing. You don't sat there for so long. You think it's your seat. And if somebody sat in your seat, you mad and angry now. Oh, I mean, that's all you want is that is all the expectation that you have for 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 from God is that he got a special place for you in the church. Then I'm telling you, you're sadly going to be disappointed because it's more than that. It's more than the four walls of the church. It's more than a pew that you've been sitting on Sunday after Sunday. It's more than a Sunday school class that you've been teaching for 35 years. It's got to be more than that. And the only way that you can achieve the things God have for you, then you have to move out of your comfort zone. And on the other side of your comfort zone, it's uncomfortable. And that's what we have to learn how to be. How do you do that? How do you get comfortable on the other side? By setting a target. Leaving your comfort zone is often easier when you have a specific goal in mind or what you are hoping to achieve. So in order to be able to get comfortable outside of your comfort zone, set some goals in your life. Set a target on what you're trying to reach. See, we're not just moving help hazardly. We got something that we're trying to reach. So you set a goal and you move towards it. Number two, identify the benefits. Look at this thing. Evaluate it. He said, write down the things you like to achieve outside of your comfort zone. Make a list on the things that you want to do that's going to benefit your life, not only for you, but also benefit your life for God and that God can can work through you and to you that you will be an inspiration to somebody else. But stuck in your comfort zone, so many times you're not. Number three, make a list of the tasks you need to achieve your goal. What is going to take for you to achieve your goals? You need to make a list. Get your plan together is what it's saying. You need a plan. So make a plan, get it together, and let's go out and achieve the goals that we have. Number four, list out the worst things that could happen. And you wonder why would I say that? Because we don't want to go into a situation unprepared. We don't want to go into a situation um, dumb and not knowing. The enemy has a lot of tricks and the Bible tells us to beware of the enemy devices. So you have to realize that it's going to be some failure. Some things are going to happen on the outside of your comfort zone. So you need to be prepared. So make a list of things that you think that might fail outside of your comfort zone. And then number five, say create a plan to prevent the worst things from happening. So once you get outside your comfort zone and you made that list, now you need to to have a counter plan to those things when it do happen. Like if you lose your job, already have your resume ready to go find another job, whatever the situation may be, you know, so you always got to be prepared. And number six, execute a plan. A plan won't do you much good if you don't work it. So go ahead and take a step forward outside of your comfort zone and take another step. And another step 
and another step until you achieve the purpose and the plan that God has for your life. Number seven, this is the most important thing that we must surround ourselves with other people that are moving in the direction that God has taken us. Because sometimes people can hold you down and keep you from going to where God wants you to go. So many times you just think back over your life when you had those friends that you would always mention to them some things that you wanted to do and they would discourage you from doing them. Now, that was God speaking to your heart, giving you encouragement into your heart. And then you go talk to your friend and they'd be like, oh, no, you probably shouldn't do this or you probably shouldn't do that. And then you're stifled. You can't grow. So you need some people around you that's moving in the same direction that God is taking you. So that's what we need to do. The journey through discomfort is a lot easier when you have got the right people beside you. So in order to get through this journey, you need the right people beside you. So make sure it's time to get out of your comfort zone. We need to realize that God calling us doesn't always put us in a comfortable place. Do it. When God is calling us, we ain't always in a comfortable position. So we got to have that mind frame that wherever God has taken us might not be comfortable. But we know that God will take us through the word of God say that God will strengthen us. He says that that no matter what you're going through, that you're able to do all things that through Christ that strengthen you. We ain't relying upon our own strength, but we're relying upon the strength of God. It doesn't <clears throat> it doesn't make everything perfect and it doesn't always make sense, but it makes us better. Right. It all is always bringing contentment to our life. The one thing I'm going to leave you with is that I'd rather be uncomfortable and saved than comfortable and lost. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you for this word that you have given us today, God. An encouragement to our hearts, God, to lead us out of our comfort zone into the prosperity that you have chosen for us, God. Your word said above all that you wish that we would prosper and be in good health, even as our soul prosper. In order for our soul to prosper, God, then we must trust you, God. We must have faith and believe that you will do exactly what you have promised us through, through your word, God. So let us not look to the left, God. Let us not look to the right, God. Let us not put all of our trust and our faith in our jobs and our abilities and our finances, God. But let us trust and believe that you're going to do exactly what you said that you would do through your word. Father, now look down upon those out there that might not be saved, God, and don't know you in the pardons of their sins, God. I pray that they will confess their sins to you, God, and that you will save them, God, in Jesus' name. God, we thank you for everything that you have done and everything that you're going to continue to do, God. Continue to give us the vision, God, to see past our comfort zone to the place and the purpose for which you have called us for. In Jesus' name we pray, and our souls say, Amen. I pray that you guys have enjoyed the podcast and still enjoying the podcast on the series that we did this week. We want you to continue to tune in to like, listen, share on um, the podcast. And if you're going to join us on Facebook at Yasha Ministry Walker, then join us on Facebook as well. We just want to be a blessing to you as well as you being a blessing to us. 
Our main objective is to share the word of God and to give people inspiration into their lives. And we also want to mention that if you want to be a patron and you want to help support the uh, ministry here, give. Um, we definitely would appreciate it. No, no matter how large or small, everything is welcome and is needed. So we thank you for what you have done today and we thank you for what you're going to continue to do. Continue to keep praying for us as we continue to pray for you. We thank you. I'm Elder Michael Walker and Shanina Walker is here with me also. And we just thank you for joining us on the Let's Wrap podcast. You have a blessed day and may God continue to bless you in Jesus name.